I already know the things about his life. There's some things you don't know. Yeah. I know that he worked at a candle factory. I know that a guy named Dale was there who smokes good. Did you know Dan, that... Dan, say a thing. We're sound testing. Did oh. you know that he killed dokes? I don't... What? <laughs> who? Mm. Oh. See, you know nothing of your sibling's <laughs> life. Is that the guy from Dexter? Yeah. Yeah, he's dokes, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Remember? Yeah. Remember how he says, I'm dokes, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does he ever actually say that, or did you just, like, create uh, an amalgam? That wasn't my creation. That was Dan's wife's creation. Oh, okay. Was it? Yeah. Huh. In my memory, he just yelled that all the time. I mean, he definitely got close. <laughs> yeah. Like, he climbed himself out of a swamp where he'd been left for dead and yelled, actually, I'm thing, dokes, motherfucker. Zombies thing might not have... Or, pff, what? Nancy's thing might not have oh, been... Oh, how dare you, <laughs> I got it sir. mixed up with the thing... How dare you? Because she said that something. That is of, my wife. She said something about zombie dokes. Sure. Anyway, I was in a previous. Because we were all life. disappointed when he died. I'm dokes, motherfucker. Then See, the show it just went downhill, right. and they had to overcompensate with a naked, <laughs> the naked John, John Lithgow. Hey, so disappointed that he wasn't naked the entire season. Yeah, we all were. That's yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, don't badmouth naked John Lithgow. No, that was. Just because you didn't get it just enough filled of it. me with hope. I think it's when the show peaked. Naked John Lithgow. Naked, naked no, John Lithgow. It's when you peaked while watching the show. <laughs> Zing. Uh, mm, Lithgow boner. Lithgow boner. Uh, a bad cast. Oh. A bad cast. A bad cast. We're just going to say A bad cast. That it's a good. bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. A bad cast. It's pretty now much- we have to take a break so that we can listen and see if oh we're going to keep Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible. What? Then I'll sing the song again when we come back. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <clears throat> hey, a bad cast. Oh, a bad cast. Hey, a bad cast. Yeah, a bad cast. Boom, a bad cast. Two, a bad cast. Cha, a bad cast. A bad cast. Because we get it, you know. Yep. Yeah. We sure do. Like I, I appreciate the effort. Wait, though. say how bad cast again. How bad cast. How bad cast. Nice. No, yeah. the, the opening is the clap. What? How bad cast. How we're bad? Gonna, we're gonna need some more beers. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you should have. You should have gotten us all more beers. Um. That should be the motto of the show. Mm. We're going to need more beers. <laughs> That's probably the motto of many of our listeners. That's uh, true. All three of them. <laughs> yeah, but they all play a drinking game with every episode. Oh, fun. What's the game? Just drink to get through it. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you decide not to turn it off, drink. <laughs> for every, yeah, for every time you don't turn it off, drink. Great. If you do turn it off... Mm. Drink if you are going if you are turning it off specifically to go get more to drink. Yes. Okay. So this is the episode where we all learn about how uh, Dan worked at a candle Hi, factory. I'm Dan. Oh man, I turned myself down, and now it sounds so quiet. Oh no, you sound fine. You sound great. Yeah. You think so? Because you, I can't hear my own Just voice. Turn very your headphones well. up. I'm quiet compared to you. Yeah. Well, then. Put some effort in. Maybe, maybe you got to work on your projection. So ah, this is the episode in which we all learn. Vocal cords are very open. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the episode in which we all learn about Dan Dan, the balding candle man. Why do you have to be the balding candle man? Well, because you're not growing new hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Bald Dan. I wasn't. <laughs> what's up with this candle factory? Yeah, talk to us about candle peas. I wasn't balding at the time. How many years ago was it? When I was like 17? You hadn't noticed you were balding yet. Eh, maybe. 
So candles, um, you uh, you learned to trade. No. You were out there no, I didn't. in your apprenticeship at the candle factory. So I'm upset that there was a candle factory that was accessible that I could have worked at. Because one summer, yeah. uh, I think I lived at your house this <laughs> summer. Yeah, but you lived at our house for the summer because we were both working at a really cool job. But that, yeah, but that cool job, like that was my third or fourth job that summer. Oh, yeah, mm. you made donuts for a while. I was both a butcher and a baker before that. I'm pretty sure you never oh, gave yeah. me donuts while you worked at the donut place. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have any. Oh, well, then you should have done that job so poorly that you were fired or whatever oh, happened. I, I quit after like eight days because, because they wouldn't let you have donuts. Because they threatened to fire that you. That was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the not the not getting free donuts. Um, the other part of it was it sucked. <laughs> Fair enough. How would they know if you took those free donuts? I would be, they'd probably discover when I started screaming, oh my god. This is so hot from the fryer. <laughs> ah, the hubris of me. Stealing these free donuts immediately after they came out of the fryer. I'm scalding with hubris. Your problem is that you always turn into a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, yeah you got to be more subtle. I do like delivering Elizabethan speeches every time I scald myself. You got to take a more modern approach. You know? Oh my, I seem to have scalded myself. Or like, like that. A, or like maybe like a... Like a, uh, like a, uh, oh, shit. I, oh, 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 burn on the skin, the guy. That's pretty modern. Yeah, I guess. Might have been a little anti-Semitic for you to do that. <laughs> I was doing an impression of a specific person <laughs> doing a crazy broad character. I mean, I'm not holding it against you. Don't worry. <laughs> like, we're still friends, kind of. Um. <laughs> We're we're right where we started though. There's no change. Oh, good. Yeah. So tell us about candle making, Dan. I didn't do a lot of candle. Tell us making. about Dale, Dale the candle whale. Was he a whale? No, but no. he was really good at making candles. He was so a large dude, but like in one of those like he honestly. Okay, here's the best way to here's the shortest way to describe. He him. had burl. What? He was burly. Mm. Are you still in Shakespearean mode? Because yeah, you're the fuck imagining is this burning sensation? Okay, so I worked at this candle factory because my friend's dad was like the something at that candle factory, right? He had the a Dale? He had an office and a desk. It's unclear what he did. Wait, what, yeah, what do you need an office and a desk and a candle factory for? Because he, he was, was like, doing candle logistics. Honestly, that, I think that maybe was part... I don't know. You'd have to ask him. He was a candle nerd? I guess. <laughs> one time he gave us... He drove us to and from the place, and one time we walked in there at the end of the day... And his son said, what did you do today, Dad? And his dad just pointed at a printout of, like, a line graph. It was like, that. But, like, I don't think he meant, like, he... He's... Gen- I don't think he meant, like, he compiled the data. I think he literally just meant he printed that chart out. He's literally Kirk Van Houten. Yes. Quite possibly. Okay. Are... are is that friend's parents still married? No. Okay. Um... <laughs> If you ever find yourself alone with the father again, yeah, I won't. Do not agree to take his hand with your glove of love. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, Dale was like, um, he was like, kind of like Dale is not the father. No. Dale's just <clears throat> some other person. But he was sort of like, I feel like he was sort of like the father's uh, 
John Goodman from The Big Lebowski without the like violent outbursts, but like he seemed like he could maybe go there any like at any time at the right circumstances. You're okay. saying that so he is the a- you're saying he's the John Goodman in The Big Lebowski to your friend's dad. Yeah, is your friend's dad in that situation no. The Big Lebowski or is he Donnie? Donnie? I Let's mean, assign him a name. Okay, he is he is. Call I guess, him either uh, Big Lebowski or Donnie. He's the Big Lebowski. But only in relation to Dale. And, of course, we understand that in that movie, the Big <laughs> yes, Lebowski I mean, is the rich guy. Not <laughs> Yes, I mean the little Lebowski. Not <laughs> Jeff Bridges. That That's who that actor is, right? Jeff Bridges? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. I'm so smart. <laughs> Continue your story, Dan. Even though I already know the end. Tron? Is he Tron? Because I'm Yes, he's Tron. I understand. Wait, no. Tron was actually the name of a guy, wasn't it? Huh? It was the name of the construct. But wasn't it a name? Like, wasn't there a guy in there named Tron when he got sucked in? I believe I so. I don't remember. But I actually haven't seen the original movie. He has since. become Tron. Hmm. Finish the story about the kids. <laughs> now the, I am become Tron. The only reason I brought it up is because Stephen went to smoke, and I said it wasn't quite the level of Dale smoking efficiencies because my friend and I would take our breaks out on the loading dock because it was summertime and it was nice to be outside instead of in a giant warehouse full of candle scent hot candle scent Mm, hot candle scent (laughs) uh and dale would sometimes come out on his smoke break and he would like say nothing light a cigarette take one very large inhale like sucking it down halfway we call it a drag yeah and then (laughs) drag it down the rest of the way Uh, and then flick it away in less than two minutes, and that was his break. He didn't even he didn't even like put it out and put it in a receptacle. He I just think littered all over the loading dock. I think there was usually a, a there probably wasn't anything left. He just flicked the like tiny bit yeah, of the ash little bit of ash and paper on his, on his finger. finger. Man, Dale's kind of a turd. <laughs> just littering everywhere. I mean, I don't remember. You don't remember if Dale is turd like? Well, I don't remember if he littered or not. Oh, gotcha. Because I was too busy, like I don't know, being an angsty teen. <laughs> And just thinking, ah, oh, that Dale is so cool. <laughs> no. no. Man, look I wish him. I could smoke fast. Look at him. <laughs> look at him smoke in just two inhales. Yeah, right? It, which is a word that you would know because you paid attention to Dale and he was cool. <laughs> yes. And his name was Dale. Yeah. People shouldn't be named that. Some people are. It could be worse. It could. It could be named Trent. Hmm. Mm. That's not a good name. No. Or Mittens. What? That'd be a terrible name for a dude. I guess, but it's so... Wait, is Mitt Romney short for Mittens Romney? <laughs> uh, I know that's not his real first name, but is his real middle name or whatever it's Mittens? It's just Mitt. Really? He's Willard Mitt oh, Romney. weird. Where does that come from? Uh, sometimes very large Mormon families run out of names. <laughs> they just start throwing <laughs> letters together. It's weird. His like his oldest son is named Tag. Oof. Oui. Yeah, they, um, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about his weird ah. meat answer? Uh, no. Oh, my God. He's got a meat answer? He, what do you mean he has a meat answer? I don't know, like, I, it's like... <laughs> yeah, no one else does either. You're okay. going to have to explain. Okay. Uh... <sighs> He came, he, I can't remember what, he was at some event, like, last week, the week before, and I don't know, I didn't bother to find out if this was, like, actually a question that he was asked, or if he just, like, had a weird panic mode, and like, oh, I have to seem more relatable, and just started spouting out nonsense, <laughs> uh-uh. but he said something, actually, I'm going to look it up, it's, I can't oh, do it justice. Oh, God, you, you, 
you derailed your story <laughs> with this story that you've then derailed. You do this all the time. Did you derail it on purpose because you've run out of story? I don't even know what the story was. That there is yeah, about said, Dale. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah probably. We, are I we even done talking about Dale? We are. He smoked hard, and he would go fishing with my friend's dad. Did you ever make candle suicides? Su- like all of the I, candles mixed as together. I sort of alluded to, I was not often given the privilege of actually what constructing did you the do candles. There? I mostly constructed cardboard boxes and put candles in them. Oh, so you worked at a cardboard box factory? Uh, I mean, I worked on the last. I worked on the end of the assembly line of a candle factory most of the time. Do you ever? You were the Lucy in yeah. that chocolate factory, <laughs> kind of. Do you ever put your gloves on the uh, on the candles as they were floating by, and then wave goodbye? You to know, them? honestly, the conveyor belt didn't move that fast, so it wouldn't have been very exciting. Well, also, <laughs> slowly wave goodbye to them. <laughs> also, it wouldn't be all that great if you're at the end of the conveyor belt. You put your glove on, you wave goodbye, and then it just drops into the box that you just constructed. Seems super efficient. It's easy to retrieve your gloves that way. What if more candles land on top? of The them? only time accidentally- I actually made candles which uh, is a who sells candles in a box by the way well i think they they were like wholesale like they would send the crates of them to like stores at malls and shit man you weren't even you weren't even making the boxes that people saw wow no you must have been bad at this well, they a lot of way them, in the back a lot of the candles just had little labels on them so they would yeah, sell them that's as what i'm saying they yeah, wouldn't like, even no sell one, them in a box that's what i'm saying you don't sell candle in a box Okay, so why? So why do you even need the box? I don't know to just ship get, it. Just get sack of can- open up a hefty bag, get sack of candles. Uh. Okay, here it is. So won't leave any bruises uh, that way. Yeah, candle sack. <laughs> okay, you're not even there yet. Yeah. Okay. Come on. So Dan. he was at this event, and he just like he's, okay. Here's a direct quote from Mittens Romney. Uh-huh. My favorite meat is hot dog. By the way, that is my favorite meat. My second favorite meat is hamburger. And everyone says, oh, don't you prefer steak? It's like, I know steaks are great, but I like hot dog best. And I like hamburger <laughs> next best. <laughs> that quote is attributed to real human Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Totally actual human being like, Mitt Romney. It's, it's so funny how much, like, what a difference a few years makes where, like, when he was first prominent around, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this guy is a monster. <laughs> He's going to destroy this country. Now I'm just like, welcome back, weirdo. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> My favorite, my favorite meat is hot dog. I tie dog to car. <laughs> Save Olympics. <laughs> like even the way, like just the fact that he said, "My favorite." I don't know. Like even the structure of that sentence. My favorite meat is hot dog. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> who talks like this? Um, a space alien. Oh, sent to look not quite as bad as the other guy from his party. <laughs> That's really his function. Like he and oh, George, it's amazing. He and George W. Bush, their whole role yeah. throughout, like, like humanity will die. We will remember, like, two things about this era. That Trump killed humanity. Yeah. And that when you think about it, were George Bush and Mitt Romney really all that bad? The answer is yes. <laughs> right, but that's their but, like, job. We're not going to remember that. No, we're just... going to remember that Bush painted naked clowns in the shower or whatever, mm-hmm. and that Mitt Romney. <laughs> is that what those pictures are? Favorite yeah, meat never... is hot dog. <laughs> yeah, and that Mitt Romney favorite meat is hot dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what we're going to remember. They're just like human beings now, instead yeah. of just like grotesque monsters. Yeah, there will be like uh, half charred tablets found in the earth that says hamburger. Next best, Mitt so, Romney. <laughs> this explains a lot, though, uh, because when you when you really think back on that era, mm-hmm. we as a nation 
were never able to defeat George W. Bush. But Mitt Romney we rejected over and over. Indeed. This explains maybe why that happened. <laughs> that in the car elevator. Sure, 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 sure. I, sure. Think, I think what's really... I think what this really illustrates is just, like, um, how much more apparently likable George W. Bush is than Mitt Romney. Because if George That's W. Bush saying. said that exact same sentence, yeah. it would just be regular old yeah. George W. Bush yeah. talk. We'd give him the Mark Twain prize. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kennedy Center. <laughs> so, so I was in a show, um, uh, Rest in Peace, Late Nights Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I was in Late Nights Minneapolis, like the last show, how long ago was that? Three uh, weeks, four weeks ago? I don't know. Time is difficult. Oh. And... <laughs> So is space, apparently. Yeah, Dan, yeah, yeah. Dan just bumps into things all the time. Well, it's you true. know, they're all the same. So there's a sketch in the show that was basically, the idea was it was a cavalcade of weird characters. Uh-huh. Sure. And they just came by on a carousel, basically. I had... Uh, Congratulations on that last show, by the way. It was a delight. Oh, thank you. Hooray! Um, I was surprised that that sentence ended with a genuine compliment. <laughs> I know, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes we sometimes we reveal our true friendship to each other and then go back to the and then get uncomfortable and hide. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so like there is, I, I had written this character for the cavalcade of characters. Uh. With the I help. didn't compliment you. I complimented a thing you did. Ooh, that's great, the great distinction. Point. Yeah, that's an excellent point. <laughs> thing you collaborated on. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. So, I I had written this character. I'd pitched this character for it. Uh. Uh, because we were writing based off of what props we had sitting around sure. that we could build costumes out of. Uh, yeah, um, I had uh, a list that said we owned a Richard Nixon mask <laughs> as a show. <laughs> so I wrote a character entitled uh, Nixon at a comedy at a comedy hypnotist, uh, where Nixon said, "Bock, bock, I'm a chicken, bock, I will awake feeling rested, bock." Um, I forgot about this, uh, what is about to go down here. It, I'm excited. It turns out. Uh-huh. I used to be able to sleep for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it turns out, wasn't a Nixon mask. Mm. It was a George W. Bush mask. Uh-huh. I found that out, like, right before showtime and had to work up a whole new impression. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, I just have a George W. Bush in my back right. pocket. Come on. <laughs> uh, Takes years. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any idea how substandard my Bach Bach, I'm a chicken. Bach, I will awake feeling rested. Bach, do you have any idea how long it took to work that up? Seconds, because that's all I had. That's why it's not good. Yeah. I felt like most of it was pretty good, but it seemed like you couldn't quite let go of the Nixon style of being a chicken. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I didn't have time to change the line. Yeah, well, right. I mean, it was written for Nixon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like you know, like... like W probably would have said cluck. Cluck. <laughs> oh, you just nailed it. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> damn it. This is why we need a writer's assistant on set at all times. Not that it would have mattered at all. Because, <laughs> because the, way, yeah, so the, the way that he put the mask on, I guess, I assume in a rush. Oh, yeah. I had, been, it was, I had literally been a different character wearing an entirely different costume 18 oh, seconds earlier. Sure. It, was, it was 
vaguely clear <laughs> that it was a George W. Bush mask. Uh, I think it but, was. I saw a photo. I think it was vaguely clear that it was a ma- that it was a humanoid style mask. <laughs> the, the the face was collapsing mm-hmm. in on itself Ooh. in the most disturbing way possible. <laughs> like it was just so off putting, and like you know. Dead eyes of a mask yeah. just stare yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so if it, like a mask is already in the uncanny valley, especially right. a presidential mask. Yes. Yeah, they really are weird. And if you Ooh. distort it at all, it right. becomes a horrifying portrait yeah. of like the worst monster that will ever haunt your dreams. Yeah. I think I'm just I know that someday I'm going to experience that sleep paralysis where the hag is on your chest except it's going to be that george w bush mask <laughs> i don't know what that is oh but it's a classic it, thing where like you uh you're still a, you you wake up in your sleep paralysis state but you're still sort of asleep yeah and there's a classic thing where you dream of a hag who's just sort of staring at you but you can't move because you're in sleep paralysis and it's supposed to be one of the most terrifying experiences you can have oh i imagine it would be more terrifying if there were an elephant sitting on your chest and you couldn't move. I don't know. I think that would be kind of. Fun. I mean, mm. yeah. Uh, if you if you felt the elephant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like a hag is like it conjures up a small old woman. Yeah, but like, what she weigh like seventy eight pounds with that bone loss at most. Yeah, but she has plans and a knife. Ooh, you didn't what? say there was a knife. <laughs> yeah, we weren't informed of the knife. Yeah, hags have knives. Uh, have, what? No, they don't. <laughs> they have brooms and top hats or pointy hats, rather. You're living in Disney World, man. Sure. <laughs> I would love to live in Disney World. <laughs> I just wait for them to close up shop at the night. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going on this Dumbo ride. <laughs> You Why think, is that the right Wouldn't I you chose? be afraid of the <laughs> elephant? Wouldn't Ooh, you be afraid point. of getting trapped I'm, under the elephant? I'm in the elephant, not underneath yeah, it. Yeah, he's the master of that elephant. Oh. I rule it. Mm-hmm. By stepping inside its shoulder cavity. Your I mean, feeling right? of control is just Isn't it like illusion. a hollowed out Dumbo? Yeah, no, it yeah. seems like a good way to rule a creature. I mean, good point. That Dumbo's going to do whatever it wants. You can only try to influence it with carrot and stick. Or I just push it out of a plane. What? Oh, oh, yeah, to make it fly, yeah. Yeah. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Wait, is that Peter Pan? <laughs> I was thinking of Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah. Is that related in some way? By name and elephant. I don't think Dumbo gets pushed out of a plane. I think he gets... I do think he gets pushed off of a like, yeah, like cliff a or trapeze or something. I thought something. it was like a biplane. I thought uh, they just I threw him remember. out of an old-time I, <laughs> I just remember they have a magic feather... No, I think he. I think he That's flies not. like an old-fashioned biplane, and then uh, yeah. strafes like some mean elephants that made fun of him. Back no, in the it's day. like clowns, right? I think there's a lot of people that he had, he had on his shit yeah, list. Yeah, I haven't wait, seen that movie wait, in a long is, time. It's sort of like a revenge fantasy, right? <laughs> yes. Is Dumbo just a clown murdering World War One ace? I mean, what? he doesn't murder them. Yeah, he just like hits them real. It's like paintballs, so they yeah. get hit with peanuts. Oh. Well, that seems... But I think one of the clowns like gets I, stuck I, in a barrel and their butt gets shot like yeah. a bunch of times. And I bet at least one of those clowns statistically had a peanut allergy. Ooh, great point. He, also, also, there's this one point in the movie where like <laughs> Dumbo and his mouse friend, they just get they just find some booze. And oh, they yeah. just get so it totally gets, wasted. Dog. It's so fucking... Just, they know how to party. They know how to party. You know what I mean? Okay. And then like, there's like this 
they see like this is like so fucking so fucking uh, wasted they see they see pink elephants and stuff and uh, uh those disney guys they they trippy man you know uh, there were there were some Ill, I think there were some illegal substances in the Disney uh, offices at some point because uh, you can't get there with just booze. How are you, you guys? Uh, oh, speaking of, are you back? Are you back? Speaking you... of iconic uh, visuals from our childhood that were drug fueled. Wait, uh, so is a lot of is a lot of the movie Dumbo an allusion to or a reference to the silent era film Wings? Ooh, I don't know what that is. It's uh, a movie about World War One aces in which they get drunk and like they see pink elephants and bubbles and like. Oh, I guess I've never. <laughs> I mean, when you're putting out those many details, then I guess yes. Does it then turn out that gremlins uh, sabotage their planes and they all die in a fiery crash? You're thinking of one episode of The Twilight Zone, I believe, <laughs> or that Looney Tunes cartoon that was yeah. referencing one episode of The Twilight Zone, or possibly paranormal. The Outer Limits. Never mind. Par- Paranormal Activity was that new bad movie. The Outer <laughs> Limits. I was thinking of The Outer Limits. <sighs> Anyways, Dan, you were changing the subject. Oh, yeah, sort of. Uh, it, yeah, I just read recently that, like, uh, the uh, Slimer puppet in the original Ghostbusters, uh-huh. like, the design that they ended up with was, like, entirely from just, like, a co- cocaine, a desperate cocaine-fueled last minute bender of like i just gotta get like i gotta just get something to them by tomorrow or like the day after or something so like that. they ended up the design that they ended up going with is like oh man i've been high on coke for three days i don't know lumpy sack well apparently they had he kept redesigning it because different people had different opinions of what it should look like and they kept going back and forth about it uh, and they apparently this is all i mean i don't know this is what the guy who designed it said like they apparently they kind of wanted it seems to, like he might be the authority yeah right they wanted to like kind of look like Belushi, what as like an homage to him or oh, something. Oh, interesting. And then, but like they kept changing like what like the like the details of like how human it should look. Uh-huh. And then apparently, like he was on deadline and just took a ton of coke and then hallucinated that Belushi himself like came and helped him out. Okay, well he, he took something. I don't know that cocaine generally causes hallucinations. I mean, he said cocaine. He didn't necessarily say exclusively. Cocaine. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, and I bet you anything that Dan Aykroyd was upset by it, and it sent him one step closer to the fucking deep end. <laughs> Very possible. That guy's just nuts, right? Yeah, like, just probably. Yeah, off his rocker. I think so. I mean, he created like one of our beloved childhood movies by Skull accident. Vodka? Oh. Because he, wait, what were you saying? Skull vodka. Oh yeah, our beloved childhood of skull vodka. Right, crystal uh, skull vodka. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, Ghostbusters turned out the way it did by accident. Yes, because Dan Aykroyd wanted to convince America of the truth that ghosts exist. <laughs> yeah, but also didn't get enough money or script approval of <laughs> or, what he originally wanted or to any do. Any of the actors that he wanted. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't that supposed to star like Charlton Heston as the ghost? I don't and, like, <laughs> it was definitely supposed to yeah, be. Like, it was. <laughs> yeah, Zool, Zool at the end was supposed oh, to be been Charlton amazing. Heston in a, in that a leotard. Been incredible. <laughs> you could have my slime when you pry it from my cold dead hands. That's what Charlton Heston sounds like in my yeah. brain. 
I don't remember what Charleston, Charlton Heston sounded like. He's dead now, right? Yes. Has anybody taken his guns? Ooh, great question. Oh, yeah. Someone's, this, someone he specifically just, said it was supposed be, to be done. He bequoted them to all of us. Do you think his family, like, specifically, like, maybe just subtly whited out any part of his will that said he should be buried with any guns? <laughs> yeah, because we would legally be entitled to dig him I up. I know. Oral contract. Yeah. Although, does it technically count if he didn't die with a gun in his hand? And mm. wouldn't that be no. the saddest thing ever? No. It, it, <laughs> Would it be the saddest thing ever? Well, he seemed like that was what he was going for. But he didn't say, when you pry it from my hand that I died while clutching it with. Yes, thank you. He said, from so, my cold, dead hand. Yeah, cold implies so the contract. So the contract just means that we need to, in order to get his gun, we have to put it first in his hand. And then just take it. It's ours. Yeah. And honestly... Can you imagine the price that you would fetch at oh a gun God. show or oh on eBay God. for a gun that you could specifically prove you pried from Charlton Heston's dead hand? It'd go for millions. So we are basically outlining a weird, like, like not like a grave robber situation. But you're not robbing the grave. No. You're contributing to and then robbing from which you're allowed to do because he gave you permission. You've committed no crimes other than digging up his body. Yeah, he didn't say. <laughs> he, he didn't say. That he, he didn't hold up him. He didn't hold up the gun and then say, "For my cold hands, once you have exhumed my body from the ground." <laughs> but he okay. didn't say not to either. Okay, once, once we liberal cucks achieve <laughs> our secret dream that ever, that all of the super smart conservatives know that we want, which is to take all of their guns for real. Yeah, uh, we should make part of the bill. That we put Charlton Heston's body into a Lennon-style glass yes, case yes, with, with just his hands yes, sticking out. Exactly. And each gun has to be put into his hand <laughs> and then taken out and melted. I actually think that uh, that Alito would allow that under the Constitution. <laughs> He's a strict constructionist. Yeah. That's I mean, what it says in the Constitution. La- yeah, if you laid it out that like with enough detail... Because, I mean, honestly, if it. you look at the modern Supreme Court and your, your modern conservative Supreme Court justice... Mm-hmm. There are two founding documents of this uh, of this country: uh-huh. the Constitution. Yeah, that's all the laws. All of all of the other things that govern society is things yelled by presidents of the NRA. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and when we uh, when we dig up Charlton Heston's corpse and make his hand stick out so we can put a gun in it, we should put it in the uh, position of the Statue of Liberty at the end of Planet of the Apes. Oh, true. It's really good. Oh God. Oh, that would just be it. I think. I think that's just an F U to him. I can't I can't quite tell. Yeah. I mean it definitely is. It this does. is this is the scene of your greatest cinematic failure. <laughs> Not that the movie was bad. He he himself had failed. Dan, do you think Charlton Heston was Starscream? <laughs> or I was gonna go with Cobra Commander, but it's literally the exact same voice. I was just trying to it's be the like, same dude I was doing just the trying same to be voice. quiet, but also I was him. once a man <laughs> like you. That's like the third episode yeah, in, a, in row a row that yeah. I've mentioned. Jesus. That. And probably not the third episode ever, though. Oh, no, no, no. No, there's many, many more. Mm-hmm. I will be your eyes. Oh, Jesus. God, if you had said that while wearing that bush mask. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I just got to start breaking into the homes of, of my friends while they're asleep and doing things like this. To them. <laughs> it's terrible. That sounds terrible. Ooh, I got a key to Sawhawks. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Oh, 
Let's see how many beers I drink. You might be in for a fun surprise at 3.30 a.m., Andrew Sawhawk. <laughs> he is in Iowa right now. Not to blow up his spot or anything. I don't think he still will be when this episode drops. Oh, man. Who's, yeah, I know. What? We could huh? just go party at his house. Whoa! Whoa! Louie, Louie. God damn it. Now I just want to, like, go over there and, like, just, like, do, like, totally, uh... Do totally innocuous things, mm-hmm. like switch his plates and his bowls in the cupboard, mm-hmm. um, and then like to shoot video of us doing it, laughing hysterically to ourselves, and then just send it to him. <laughs> to be like, good. you got pranked, bro. Yeah. Prank war. That would be pretty good. But with the bush mask in like an... an uncanny uh, position be, on your head becomes so much more sinister oh we can be, it really does that that goes from like that goes from like oh they're hapless and trying to prank me too <laughs> this is the purge yeah no it oh let's point ah. let's point break his apartment we all wear president masks uh-huh. and live to get radical <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that i already live to get radical <laughs> And I am the most recent one amongst the three of us i suspect to have worn a president's mask probably yeah that seems likely Although the moral of that movie is that you should not just live to get radical, because that is how where your downfall comes. No, you should live to get radical and arrest others that live to get <laughs> radical. That's how you find your purpose. Right. Uh, anyway, that's also <laughs> creepy when he talks in the Reagan mask in that movie. It's very disturbing. That's all. Yeah. I, I don't, that's how that movie ended up coming out of my mouth because as soon as we start talking about president masks and it being like uncanny in a weird way oh the moment that you mentioned president masks everybody should think of point break first. yeah let me rephrase that all white dudes should think of point <laughs> yes. break first thank you i have reason to believe that these men like myself are extreme sports enthusiasts no not that one <laughs> god damn it wait is that an actual line of dialogue yes, yes. it was in the trailer <laughs> for the reboot yes, yes. Oh wow! This it's the is, only thing that I remember about the because it's of the fucking incredible. <laughs> but I always have to do <laughs> Who it. Who delivers every that time. line? The main guy, Utah, whoever. the new Utah. Who? Yeah, did but you who, just call the new Utah Utah? I was trying. I was thinking of saying Johnny Utah, but decided it wasn't. <laughs> didn't. It wasn't necessary because we're all white dudes. Who was that? I have no idea. Okay, so some guy. His career is now over. Got it. Or he's just one of those guys that's in every movie, but he's not like the lead of most of them. Well, let's. You're find talking this about out. a supporting actor, sure. Yeah, like you can win an Oscar for that. Do you know that? Yeah, but well, supporting. Mean, he can. He's white. <laughs> right. You could too. I yeah, guess. Thank you. Yeah, I believe in you. Thanks so much. Dan, you could totally be a supporting actor. Thank you so much. Honestly, that seems like a plum gig. It really does. Like, you don't, a you, lot of the time. Like, you don't got to op- open a movie. If it no. fails, it's like, it's like I don't know, it's Tom Cruise's Just fault. Just a check. Just getting a check. Yeah. Yeah. It was Tommy C's fault. Like, that That one's on him. Oh, it was uh, classic uh, all of our favorite actor, Luke Bracey. Who? The only actor that they could find that had a more ridiculous name than the character he was playing. <laughs> or Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, regale us with some of Luke Bracey's other credits. Please. Um, let's see. He was uh, he was in G.I. Joe Retaliation as Cobra Commander. Hey! hey! <laughs> he was once a man like you. Uh, I was once okay. a man. Okay, you don't need to do it every time. <laughs> uh, he was in Hacksaw Ridge as Smitty Riker. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, this guy's credits suck. 
The November Man. Yeah, the November Man. David oh. Mason. I was once in October like you. <laughs> Ugh. Mm. I hate that. He was in Dance Academy as Aaron. Oh, Aaron, he was the best part. I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> I was once afraid stop, to please. dance like you. Please stop. I can't. Yeah, there's not much that I recognize in there. Yeah, he's not good. Um, he, literally, <laughs> he literally delivered. So you're telling me <laughs> he literally delivered the line. I have reason to believe that these men, like myself, yes. Yes. are extreme sports enthusiasts. Yes, yes. This is an yes, FBI yes, yes. agent, uh, like giving a presentation to his superiors. Wasn't the MacGuffin for sending Keanu Reeves undercover in the first one? Is I don't know. You're the only young person. I think so. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, as yeah, dumb can... as that is, even that seems more realistic <laughs> yeah. than I have reason to believe that these gentlemen, like myself, yeah. are extreme sports yeah. enthusiasts. I think it was literally just like... I almost fell into a Barack Obama impression <laughs> while doing that. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I have reason to believe uh, that these gentlemen, uh, like myself, I would absolutely, are extreme sports enthusiasts. I would absolutely watch that movie. Yeah, I, I would watch really a remake wish. of Boyfriend <laughs> where Barack Obama was I wish that that Johnny movie Utah. had made enough of an impression on the culture that someone made Barack Obama <laughs> say those lines. Right? Some sort of SNL I, thing or something. I love saying, th- like, saying, like, completely out of place idiosyncratic things in Barack Obama voice. Sure. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things in the world is to read 90s hip-hop lyrics uh, as Barack Obama. Sure. It is amazing. Uh, you're whack. Uh, you're twisted. Uh, your girl's a hoe. <laughs> like, that is that is one of my favorite things in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Like, if, if I were given Comedy Central money or even... Um, or even like uh, funny or die money, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't create something where I'm on camera. I wouldn't create some sort of drunk history where I just get to like hang out and have fun with people that I find to be funny. Mm-hmm. No, I would take every cent of it, and I would. I would pay Barack Obama to just read weird <laughs> things while I pointed an iPhone at him because I spent all the budget on paying him. Nice. I wonder how and far it would kill. that funnier or Die budget is going to stretch. I mean, like the last thing he did for him, I think he did like for free. Well, yeah. But, but wasn't that because it was like a advertisement for the ACA or something? Well, dude, <laughs> I'll, let him, I'll let him read something that makes him feel good too every once in a while. Like you could probably just, uh, just keep. Uh, Do you think he listens to the show? Do you think this he's show? Li- yeah. Do sure. you think he's listening do to I this? think someone listens to this show? Barack Obama. <laughs> do you think that do you think that former president Barack Obama mm. is listening to this episode of this show? I mean he listens I assume he listens to all podcasts because what else is he doing? That's a great point. Nothing. <laughs> so if I, I know you probably have a backlog, sir, Mr. <laughs> president. Uh, it's a title you keep for life. Yeah. Sir Mr. President. Sir Mr. President. Yeah. Um To Sir Mr. President <laughs> with love. Sorry. Anyways, sir, I know you have a backlog. <laughs> sir, Mr. President. So please. it's going to be a while before you get to this. But when you do, mm-hmm. just email us tape of you just reading, uh, just you reading naughty by nature lyrics. Sure. Like, uh, wh- where should uh, Sir, Mr. President 
for those emails? Uh, Habadcast at gmail.com. Habadcast at gmail.com, Mr. President. <laughs> I mean, he could read like an excerpt from his book if he wants. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's, already, mix it up. there's already an audio book of that. I meant like he's a new book. I assume he's writing another book. Oh, you know. Like a preview, like a sneak peek. If we cut out the thing where you mentioned that he's already read it, we could just cut excerpts of the audio book in and pretend that we got him. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do like a we'll just do like an audio ransom note thing That'd where be like good pub for the podcast. Good what? Pub. <laughs> what? <Deep>. Listening. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I followed you. You are a monster. I, I went there with you. You I are ex- an inhuman creature. <laughs> I was not wrapped up in the language you used to sell the idea. I was big <laughs> on the idea. Do you think there's a time? There's, there's any point during uh, Dreams of My Father in which he says the words whack, twisted, and ho. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Uh, like maybe it's like I was listening to the radio. The following <laughs> song yeah. came on. See? That's all I want. Yeah. Like I, I – do you have any idea how many subscribers a podcast where – Barack Obama said, "Here is a here is the lyrics to a song I recently heard on the radio." Uh, would have it's just him sitting there. Uh, it's me, Cardi B. I'm Cardi B. It's me for like for like an hour. Oh, you get millions of downloads. Yes, yeah, I would. Yeah, just we have can't that on get a, a single million people to listen to this show. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, the world is an unjust place. <laughs> It really is. The effort we put into this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When three white dudes that don't try in a basement somehow get less than a president? Yeah. Right? Right. That's how we ended up with the president that we have now, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, I got to say, I don't think I'm voting for him again. He has not boosted our podcast listenership at all. No. I was promised that even though my podcast was forgotten, he would make China listen to it or take away their spiders. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to stop Chinese podcasts from coming in mm-hmm. so that the uh, local podcast industry would bounce back. Are you guys a little bit afraid that Google Duplex is going to... Like, what is that again? I just saw a headline but didn't read about podcast. it. Their own podcast? What is it? And do podcasts better than we can do Tell podcasts? Tell me what Google Duplex is. Google Duplex is the like Google assistant thing that will actually call... What? Th- call human beings no. and make appointments for you. What? With like real time conversation, yeah, um, like a weird robot that talks to the dentist for you. Yeah, humanity's yeah. lost. Yeah, it's a de- it's dentist robot. Like, yeah, you don't have to make that awkward phone call to your dentist mm-hmm. to schedule an appointment. Mm-hmm. Where they somehow make it your problem that you don't know what times they have available. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, dentists. Hey, dentists. Hey, you're on notice. <laughs> like the- new rule. <laughs> Uh, when do you want to come in? I don't know. An hour? No. We don't have that available. When do you have available? Well, when are you free? What are you talking? I seem like I have the much less restrictive schedule than you, dentist scheduling woman. Yeah. yeah. And one-time dentist scheduling dude. Yeah. Hey, dentist schedulers? I've only called a dentist twice. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, robots that call dentists for you. I just recently got a letter from my dentist saying they were putting me on the inactive list. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That is some cold shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a little while. Well, that's a reminder that you don't take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should really go to the dentist again. It's been a while. I've been to the dentist three times in the last 
two weeks. Good for wow. wow. That's, why, that seems like happened? too many times. It is in fact too many times. <laughs> I broke thing in my mouth. Oh no! It wasn't a natural part of my mouth. It was Whoa. an artificial mouth part, like a uh, fake tooth. No, it was like a like a wire. Tooth? Yeah, it was like a wire. Oh okay. Oh. Did you see Michael B. Jordan shirtless? Yep. Is that what happened? <laughs> it. Wait, well, how, it, I explained the reference, but I have seen Michael B. Jordan shirtless. Uh, a, and it broke within days. Oh, think about <laughs> it. Uh, a a young lady of the teen variety oh. was watching the film Black Panther. Okay. And apparently was s- like so, uh, I don't know, just into, into, yeah, basically so horny for Michael B. Jordan that she clamped her teeth so hard that her like retainer wire snapped. <laughs> Uh, and then I don't know. Eventually, like her orthodontist thought it was so funny. Like the orthodontist didn't like name the kid, but like just made it like said something on the internet about like this is the funniest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> and then apparently it spread around long enough. It spread around the internet enough where Michael B. Jordan heard about it uh-huh. and it was like, I will pay for this. <laughs> like I will pay for <laughs> replacing this woman's retainer. Okay, well, see, that's why he has that effect on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to be more of a dick. One. Have you seen him shirtless? Come on. Two. Come on. God damn it. He's so sweet. He is. He seems like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never I met mean, him. I mean, he paid for that retainer wire. Right? He, like, it's the least he could do for it, being that sexy. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, other sexy dudes? <laughs> Think about it. I don't know. Your I, actions have consequences. If, if I were a lawyer to sexy dude stars, uh-huh. I might advise them not to open up this avenue of litigation. I mean, I would say it's not an admission of guilt. I don't know. I would clarify. <laughs> I would clarify. I'm paying for this. He oh, as a gift. Yeah, and this as might as an be. And he might have guilt. consulted with his lawyer because he expressly said, "I feel partly responsible." Ooh, partly that's, responsible. That, I don't know. That's giving up a lot of oh, ground. Actually, I've turned on him a little bit. What? <laughs> like he's like, yeah, I get it. I'm that handsome. Like I can say that about him. He can't say that about him. He just feels partly responsible from for the, being that handsome. From the anecdote that he was told, though, he didn't specifically say like I am definitely this sexy. He just said I've I been told know. that my shirtlessness caused this event also, to occur. Who's this dentist. Do we really trust him that this actually happened and he's just not scamming like a scam. Oh, no. <laughs> like, this, this, is this that, is this someone, that lion dentist? This, yeah, this dentist is like... Someone needs yeah, to this investigate dent- this dentist. <laughs> this dentist is, is Michael B. Jordan's African Prince email. Wait a minute. And we all know that he's very susceptible <laughs> to that if you've seen Black Panther. Ooh, good point. This orthodontist hasn't had a license for 10 years. <laughs> oh, I love the idea of someone... <laughs> Scamming Michael B. Jordan. That's <laughs> through an elaborate tale so, of his very sexiness so, causing uh, dental work damage. I mean, that is a very convoluted plan. Like, honestly, the chances of success with that plan from so slim. From the, yeah. Oh, but if you got it I to mean, work, you, yeah, you can't even be mad at it. Oh at my that god! Yeah. It'd be like Ocean's Eleven. You'd be like, we did it. We pulled it off. Why can't it be Ocean's Eight? Fine, whatever. Time's up, Dan. How come only eight? I don't uh, know. Because there's only eight women that you that are allowed to open a film. <laughs> Ouch. Rough. But also, yes, absolutely. That is correct. Like, I mean, unless they're going to stick a net bending in that movie. Yeah. Is a net bending in that movie. She, she should be. She could be the Elliot Gould character. Yeah, I'm way with that. That would be awesome. Though, like, isn't one of the 11 a woman? So, like, they should only get 10. What? I don't think Julia Roberts counts. No, is she I, not an eleven? I don't remember now. Ooh. I well, but I mean, they just kept adding. So I know. like, who knows? Yeah, 
It's possible yeah, she, was she was the eleventh. First one. She might have been the eleventh. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I remember there was like a a, a little guy who got into a box, right? Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, he shouldn't get to count. Why? I don't know that guy's what are you name. Talking about what? That's <laughs> like it should have been Ocean's Ten. It's not. The title isn't. 11 actors you recognize. <laughs> I mean, basically it is, I mean, though. it was kind of was that, but, like, the plot of the movie was not. Are there any others that I didn't recognize? The, there's there's the a Bernie Mac. Two dudes. There were those twins. Who the fuck were they? Just a couple oh, of dudes. Point. Okay, so we're down to, we're God, down to I, eight. Oh, maybe we are down to eight. Re- I do not remember oh, this see, many people. See, women just get less credit then, mm-hmm. I guess is what we're saying. I uh, the point, the entire point of the movie was that Elliot Gould was in a robe like the entire time. It's, it's true. It was like a short robe too. <laughs> he was like always wearing sunglasses and like yeah, at night smoking. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, which guy who isn't Al Pacino was a casino guy? Andy Garcia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the plot of that, the plot of that movie is this is an impossible heist except for. Everyone thinks that this character played by Andy Garcia is a dick, so we'll do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's a pretty good reason to steal, like, tens of millions of dollars. Indeed. Because it's, cause, cause it's owned by a dick? Yeah, because a dick has it. Yeah. So in this new movie, because this is supposed to be in the same, like, cinematic universe as Ocean's Eleven. Right. Uh, is it a prequel? Is that why it's Ocean's Eight? <laughs> oh, like... Like, as far as they know, you only need eight people to pull off a heist this big. Yeah, and then, like, they're setting themselves... Yeah, the themselves... heist isn't just that... It's just not big enough to need nine people yet. Sure, sure, They're sure, setting sure, sure. themselves up for, uh, you know, uh, like... <laughs> the Infinity War of Oceans movies? <laughs> yeah. Where it's, like, Oceans <laughs> 27 or something? That's not really what I was going... I oh. was thinking, like, they would do Oceans 9, 10, like, lead... Like, they'd set themselves up for a trilogy. Yeah, but then but that it, would but mean... Which... I, I didn't even occur to me that they could just knock the eight over and yeah, go man. straight to Ocean's Infinity. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. What if they do that in the middle it's of just, the movie? It's just <laughs> Melissa McCarthy kicking over an eight. Yeah. Who is in this I mean, movie? I don't know who's in it. I don't either. You thought there were only eight women. Now it's all of us. <laughs> every, every recognizable. Every, every woman that's ever existed. Oh. And ever will exist. Wow. You are all oceans. Wow. Whoa. Stiff competition for best supporting actresses here. <laughs> yeah, wow. This is going to be rough. This is Emily Dickinson's skull. So, <laughs> so how is that crucial to the heist? Definitely Sandra Bullock is in this movie. Yes. That makes sense. Okay, here's the list. Sandra Bullock. One. Kate Blanchett. Two. Anne Hathaway. Three. Dakota Fanning. Four. Olivia Munn. Five. Matt Damon. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, IMDb might not be great. Uh, at well, ordering he's the, the Julia Roberts, Helena Bottom Carter, six, four, six. Uh, Sarah Paulson, seven. <laughs> um, Katie Holmes, eight, probably. A woman named Aquafina. Okay, Mindy Kaling, nine. Oh, Shit. Mindy Kaling is definitely one of the eight. She's in all of the preview guys. Rihanna, what? How there's more than eight. See, they are going for the infinity. They are definitely. This is actually Kylie, what it is. Kylie Jenner. This is absolutely what it is. They're going to kick over the eight. West. Kendall Jenner. Why Carl are all the Reiner. Jenners in it? Why? Wait, what? <laughs> Adriana Lima. God, I hope. I hope the random Jenner cameo is also the random Carl Reiner cameo. Because <laughs> why would they be together? Why not? I guess. Uh oh my god. What? 
I can't do this justice on the podcast. Uh, because it is a photo. But there is a gentleman in this movie <laughs> uh-huh. that plays pedestrian. Okay. All right. Very good. He's like way high up in the credits yeah. for pedestrian. His oh. name is Robbie D. Raphael. Yeah. D E R A F F E L E. Go to IMDb. Look at the photos of this man. Are you talking to us or our listeners? To the listeners. Okay. Look at the photos of this man, and you will see that his headshot is this. No. Whoa. Holy shit. (laughs) It is a drawing of him wearing sweatpants and a Captain America compression shirt dragging around a heavy bag for some reason. (laughs) It's like more than one bag, isn't it? Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. Um... I mean, that screams pedestrian, that picture. Oh, sure. I mean, he's walking. Yeah. Carrying stuff. He's got a place to be. Maybe that's the scene. Like, I mean, also a- then Anne just... Hathaway trips over his heavy bag or something. While... Also just swipe to the right to see his previous headshot while yep. you're doing it yep. and realize the new one's definitely an improvement. Oh, for sure. <laughs> or maybe, maybe the tiny woman... What? ...is in the bag. Is her name Aquafina? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying there was a tiny man, according to Dan. It's spelled yeah. A-W-K-W-A-F-I-N-A, by the way. Okay. Um, She's probably got a single out, right? Who is this person? I don't know. It just seems like the kind of name where they have I'm a single say, out. I'm going to say Instagram star. Ooh, that could be. I'm Googling it. All right. Uh. Oh, okay. So here's my question originally before we decided this was a prequel. <laughs> oh, okay. If... This is in the same universe as... American the, Rapper. Okay. The other Oceans movies, right? Right. Which means that there have... If this is a post those movies, that means there have been three major heists in the United States. But is it a prequel to which Oceans 11? Is it like the end of this movie is just like, wait for like three more movies, then Sammy Davis Jr. will be here. Whoa. Is uh, like one of the... Is one of the eight Sammy Davis Sr.? Whoa. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blow minds. I would love that if this movie actually was like, okay, we have all of the greatest thieves and this expert in time travel <laughs> together. We're going to go back to, I don't know, the late 40s <laughs> and just <laughs> steal a bunch of gold or something. I can think of some gold that you could steal in the late 40s, I guess. Uh, steal Hitler's gold. <laughs> I mean, if this movie was, we're going to Switzerland and I mean, we're breaking like, into the Nazi I feel like Nazi that's the type vault. of thing that Elliot Gould would be on board with fu- financing because the guy that owns it's a real dick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That Hitler, man. Real dick. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the Andy Garcia of states. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like- Hitler is the Andy Garcia's character <laughs> from Ocean's Eleven of, of World War II. Mm-hmm. No one liked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow. What a butthole, man. Yeah. What does that make Mussolini? Uh, Carl Reiner. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Stalin? Like, who is the George <laughs> Clooney? Who is the... Well, FDR is clearly is clearly George Clooney. You know, sure. The handsome, ambitious one. <laughs> so does that make Stalin Brad Pitt? That doesn't seem right. No, I or think is Matt, Churchill Brad Pitt. I th- yeah, Churchill's Brad okay. Pitt. I think I think Matt Damon, the young upstart uh, that hasn't really quite figured out how to be a global power yet. Okay. 
<laughs> Boy, I remember a lot about Ocean's Eleven. Me too. 11. That's like that was my thought halfway through this conversation. Like, why am I remembering I'm so much about I'm this I'm literally movie? sitting here trying to remember if I've gotten like Who's crazy the, drunk and watched it at like three in the morning. Who's the Topher time. Grace of World War II? What? Is he in that movie? Yeah, he's one of the like... Oh, yeah, Brad Pitt's like teaching him how to gamble. Yeah. What is this shitty, movie? Why do we know No, but he's playing himself. Yeah. Ugh. So Topher Grace is the Topher Grace of World War II. Topher oh. Grace. No, because uh, no, like you need a World War a World War II era shitty young actor. Oh, or, Dean Martin. Actually, no, because in, in this, like it would be... It would need the context switch also from like Las Vegas slash Hollywood or whatever's happening in Ocean's Eleven uh-huh. to the global. I'm gonna say geopolitical. Fat, I'm gonna say theater. Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> All right, we'll go for that. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle is the Topher Grace of World War II. Well, we figured that out. Yeah, we cracked the code. <laughs> Did you just get that clean so that I would make it the title of this? Uh, no, episode? I just like to I just like to wrap things up sure. so that I like to I like to reiterate so that people remember my great jokes. Put a little button on it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to revisit any of the other great jokes from this episode, Oof. real quick? Um, Hitler was a real dick. <laughs> great joke. Uh, hilarious. Because I mean, who would believe it? Yeah. Right. Uh, Satire is. We, we now call Dan Bald Dan. Come on, that one was good. You said Baldine. Yeah. Didn't you say bald Dan, I though? I said bald Dan. That's yeah. Are you f- ripping me off, Stephen? That's no, not no, no, fair. No, I'm wrapping up all of our jokes. Everybody gets credit. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm Baldine. You're sort Dan. of the fat Jew of this podcast. Oh, boy. What? Fat Jew is a Instagram guy who gets a lot of shit for stealing other people's jokes. Gotcha. Yep. Um... I I realized that the further and further away in <laughs> with, time without from context, when he yeah. was a big... Uh, yeah. When he was everyone, on the tip of everyone's tongue, yeah. the... The less acceptable it gets yeah. to reference it. That phrase is not evergreen. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan has had no jokes worth repeating. Come on! <laughs> he just kind of rambled about a candle guy that never really made candles. <sighs> that story did not pay off, Dan. Yeah, we really wanted to hear about candles. I made that great two sir with love reference. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's, it's almost, a song. It's almost like you went out of your way not to talk about the candle part of that fact. You were making boxes. That other guy was smoking. When are candles being made? I literally only... Wait, was... is this just a front business? Oh, no. shit. I don't think so. There was definitely... Are you, sm- are you a smuggler? No, I worked there are for one summer. Are you in that Han Solo movie? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That guy's going to suck at being Han I'm Solo. I'm under the Chewy costume. Wow. Oh. Think about it. Actually, That's no. I think, the guy, I think the guy under it is like some crazy basketball player from Eastern Europe who's like 6'8 or something. Well, you're kind of like 6'8". I'm like 6'4". A lot like six eight, I guess. Like, give me some uh, <laughs> some platforms under those Wookie boots. Well, and also like most people aren't six four, so like you're just bigger. Yeah, you could just be wearing like Gene Simmons boots, and you'd yeah. be good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and you could be wearing Gene Simmons makeup, or under I guess there. Disney slash Lucasfilm division. Sure, I could be Chewbacca. <laughs> we we're all Chewbacca inside. That's true. Happy life day, everyone. <laughs> 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 Who's got plugs? I don't. Dan? Uh, ooh, when is this coming out? Uh, Sunday. Oh. Mother's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Yes, who this is, is clearly mother? our Mother's happy Day episode. Happy Mother's Day, everyone who's a mother. Pull your earbuds out and go spend time with your children, or don't. It's up to you. Yeah. Hey, right. life is complicated. Say yeah. happy Mother's Day to your mother. Are you talking to me? And everyone she else. She doesn't but... listen to this, does she? No. Oh, thank God. Ooh, I've been sending them to her. 
Well, I put them on cassette that, tape. That, that, that wouldn't help. I put them on cassette tape. Okay, there's possibility there. Yeah, I suppose. She's got that one jam box that sits on her kitchen table where the CD player kind of works. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the random toys she's gotten for our nephew just has a cassette player in it. Sure. Because who knows where she's getting those things. Are you doing anything? Uh, not for a while. Well, that is a story oh, that begs explanation as well. What? You, the story about her getting random things, I mean, I but just, you're not going to pay it off anyway. because that's like what you do. Stores and shit. I don't. Yeah, know. you just don't ever pay off stories. I'm yeah. sorry, my mom isn't like stealing toys from weird places. Uh, I think. Yeah, she's buying. Toys I don't from know weird if tickets places. are available yet. I don't know if they're ready to go, but uh, the schedule is out for Twin Cities Improv Festival 12. I think. Oh boy. Anyway, the Twin Cities Improv Festival happened at the end of June. Guts and Teeth will be performing Friday. June something. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, go to TCI. Just Google TCIF 12. Yeah, I think, I think June is as much as people yeah, need yeah, to yeah, plan yeah. their time for TCIF 12, I think. I plan oh, I hope for, it's 12. Plan for something in June. Just Google Twin Cities Improv Festival. The website will show up. TCIF. Wait, what are the AOL keywords, Dan? Ooh. Probably Twin Cities Improv Festival, yeah, I guess. That, that all AOL, AOL keywords was was a weird way of saying, search for this <laughs> Search term. for the thing you want. <laughs> anyway, we're performing with an out-of-town group that I don't know anything about, but are supposed to be amazing. So if you, even if you don't want to see me, come for the other act. <laughs> that you don't know anything about. But I'm told is amazing. Yeah. All right. And of course, you can always see me at Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off. And sometimes people from out of town come. Wow. But you don't know anything about that. So even no. if you don't want to see Mike, yes, <laughs> I might be there. Wow. Yeah. And you could be coming from out of town. Oh, it's good true. point. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. I said doo-doo. Ugh, is that what you do? You roll up on the stage like, oh, I do-do-do-do this. No, I'm Dan. Steven Montenegro. <laughs> no, Dan. I have self-respect. You just do Barack Obama doing <laughs> Naughty by Nature I lyrics? should. You should. Or should you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we yeah, all did a great job. Yeah, uh, great job. It's probably not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, And, uh, yeah, uh, wrapping it up with uh, the... Noise that the baby squirrel that my dogs pinned to the ground earlier. This what? Morning. Just, just end the show. What are you talking I am about? Before e- you. E- e- That's the sound that it made. Oh, but luckily, God. my dogs don't have the killer instinct needed to really wrap it up. If so. listeners hung in the entire time, this is what you're rewarding them with? Yeah. A non-murder e- story. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's a happy ending. The dogs were really happy that they got to pin a small, helpless creature, and the creature was really happy that it didn't die. Sure. But now it's probably traumatized forever. forever. This is this is. It's not- an important lesson to learn as a squirrel. That is true. Young, hey, young squirrels? Hey, young squirrel. Listen. Ugh. What? We are not rewarding the listeners for Listen, young in squirrels, there. stop I- being idiots and get on the goddamn tree earlier. Yeah. Seriously. It's stressful. I mean, at least we've rewarded our squirrel listeners with a bit of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to widen our audience base. One time a baby squirrel got caught by my dog, who also doesn't know what to do when he actually wins. Uh, so he immediately let it go. But then the squirrel just jumped onto my leg instead of the tree, and I had to actually, like, <laughs> kind of kick it onto the tree. Like, no, this one. 
Because I'm tall, you guys. Dan's a tree. Uh, like Just like Chewbacca. Oh, He's like a furry tree. Bald Dan is a tree. Come on. I'm Baldine. There's a difference. <laughs> wow. We did not pay this off. It's Happy like Life a, Day, mothers. It's like a Dan story. How bad cast. Nights. What, what are you, are you doing? doing? <laughs>